What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to Shipping for Five. I'm your host, Ishi Love, and I hope everybody's having a beautiful day. No matter what your circumstances, no matter what you may be going through or experiencing in life, whether good or bad, just know that God got your back. I'm here to encourage you, you know, through your progress in, in your spiritual walk. And um, we're going to be talking about some something pretty heavy today. We're going to be talking about that old stinking evil eye. Yeah, you heard me, the evil eye. You know, now, by definition, an evil eye is a look or a stare that is believed to bring bad luck for the person, you know, at whom it's directed to for reasons of envy or dislike. It's a curse or it's 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 believed to be uh, cast by this malevolent glare and it's usually given to a person when they are unaware, not paying attention, and they don't even see, you know. The evil eye stems from a deep-rooted envy. You know, and, and like I spoke about in my previous podcast, being a targeted in individual or being gang stalked, this is all still one of the tricks of the adversary. You know, Satan himself, the devil, the man downstairs, the, the person of the smallest insignificance to our lives, you know, excuse me. Um, but yeah, so basically with this evil eye, right? It can be given to you by anybody, just like you can be gang stalked by anybody um, or targeted by anybody. And that's co-workers, fake friends, you know, people in your family who are supposed to love you but really can't stand you or they envy you so much, you know, that they may give you this glare or stare um, with these negative intentions behind the thoughts that, that are in their mind as they're staring at you. That's how the evil eye works. Um, the evil eye is generally given to somebody you know, like I said, for dislike or envy. Um, and the evil eye is creepy, man. It's creepy as hell. A lot of the times you won't even see when a person is giving you the evil eye, you know, because it's directed by the adversary. So he knows and, you know, the time in which and when he should have that person staring at you with those negative intentions in their mind. Let's say you just got a new car. Some of you that might be listening, you just bought yourself a new car and you're so proud of yourself because you had to work so hard to get that thing. You had to you had to work so many hours. You had to sacrifice. It was certain things you did not buy. It's certain places you did not go so that you could save your money and get yourself this car, right? And you're so proud of this car, you just want to show your folks and you just want to drive up to your family's house or to one of your good friends' houses or, you know, show your co-workers at work, hey, you know, look what I did. I, I finally bought myself a car. You'll have somebody that's envying you that just can't stand the fact that you got that brand new car. Who is you to get that car? I hate the fact that you got that car. You know what I mean? And like I said, this stare can be given to you by anybody. It's usually, you know, uh, given so that the negative intention behind the stare or glare or the incantation that they might be speaking in their mind towards you, you know, is meant to bring bad luck upon you or, or, or to, you know, have that very thing taken from you. So you got this friend or this coworker or this family member. And in one instance, they smiling, they smiling, they look like they happy for you. You know, sometimes you may not be able to feel energetically that they don't like the fact that you have a nice car because see the adversary also teaches his children or willing vessels, shall I say, to mask their energetic, you know, projections. So you won't be able to feel that they ain't feeling what you got going on. But if you pay attention sometimes, 
Use your peripheral vision because a lot of the times when you use your peripheral vision, you can see these 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 people staring at you with a look that is, is nothing but negative. You know, that very person smiling in your face saying, oh, I'm so happy you got that car, even though they know that your butt been on the bus for six months, rain, sleet and snow cold outside hot is the desert outside they don't they 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 they, they're not really happy that you got a car to prevent you from having to catch the bus under those circumstances see as long as you was catching that bus struggling you know having to pay fare uh having to go to work two and three hours early just to get there on time getting home two or three hours late just because you know you have to catch the bus now that you got this car that very person can't stand it. They're not happy for you, although you see them smiling. When you turn your head or turn your back to, to, to put something in your trunk or to check out your new tires and give them a kick or two, this person is staring at you with the coldest glare. It's so evil when you catch it and you actually see it in, in action. You know, the look is pure evil. That's why it's called the evil eye. This person is staring down your back, thinking in their mind, I hate you. Who do you think you are to get this new car? You think you better than me? You think you somebody special? You ain't nothing. I hope you get in a car accident. Yeah, I hope they come and repossess your car. I hope you lose your job so you can't pay the bill. Things like that. Straight up, that's how it works. You can have a relationship. You could have been single for many, many, many years or, or just had a dry season, you know, and now that you didn't met somebody and this person really likes you and you like this person and you're trying to see where you can go and you're having a good time and your smile is back and you're smiling from ear to ear and, and you're just happy-go-lucky because you got this, this nice relationship, this nice, you know, relationship with this person. It could be your best friend, whether male or female. You know, see, as long as you was single, you know, while you watch everybody else have their relationships and you're wondering, you know, what's wrong with me? Why? I don't want to be alone. I don't like being alone. Why I can't have a relationship? Why I can't have somebody that look and, you know, act towards me in a loving manner like I see everybody else? I like to have a relationship. And boom, you finally get that relationship and you're just so happy. It could be your best friend, like I said, male or female, a family member, a co-worker. It could be anybody, y'all. And a lot of these subjects I'm going to touch on, it can be anybody. That best friend, family member, co-worker, or whomever. See you coming in with your new boo. Y'all holding hands and kicking stones and smiling and, you know, just all nuzzling noses and stuff. The same person is smiling in your face and I'm so happy for you, you know, because your last relationship, you know, was with a, a person that used to put hands on you or, or he or she used to cheat on you, man. And, you know, you just really deserve this. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you. You and your mate turn y'all back to, you know, hug each other or just be in your own little world in front of this person. And this person is looking at you, at you, excuse me, out the, out the corner of the eye. I hate the fact that they get in love. I hate it. I liked him and I liked her better when they didn't have nobody. 
I liked them better when they was by themselves because guess what? I was able to capitalize on all their time. I was able to spend more time with them. I was able to manipulate them. Or I was always able to be codependent on them, whether it's for money, uh, entertainment, somebody to talk to. And now I can't do what I used to do before because they got a man or they got a woman now. That's how it works, y'all. They be so jealous and envious of this new relationship that you have. It, it, It hurts them because they don't like to see you as happy and joyous. It was better when you didn't have that beautiful smile, you know, because your mate just treats you so well. No, I don't want him. I don't want her to have that relationship because now they're happy. They happier than me, as a matter of fact. I hope he cheats on her. I hope he, he cheats on her and beats her up. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. That makes me feel better. I hope I hope she takes him for all his money. He's simping on her. He's a fool. She don't love him. I, I bet you, I bet you if I try to get at her while he's while he's not looking, maybe when he goes to the bathroom, I'll get at her and see, you know, maybe if I could see if she'll cheat with me. Or she thinks she better than me. I, I know I could take her man. These are the thoughts of the person that's projecting you the evil eye. Because it's so evil and it's so full of envy that the very thing that they say that they're happy for you about is really the thing that they want they want to see destroyed. Because it will bring you pain and it will bring them joy. Got another example. You work at a specific company. It can be any company. As a matter of fact, you just got the job and you are so elated. You're so happy to be there. You've been out of work for a while now. You know, money didn't got tight. You've been looking for jobs and you finally land a job, man. And you're just so happy about this job. Your first day, you walk in and you're saying, good morning. Hi. Hi, what's your name? I'm Ishi Love. It's great to meet you. Real great to meet you. Yeah, I'm going to be working over here. Yeah, I, I just was hired last Thursday. Okay, if I need anything, just let you know. Thank you so much. I appreciate you for that. All the while, you're talking to your coworker, by the way, you know, all the while, this new coworker is afraid that you're going to take their position. They've been working there for about five years. They're kind of miserable. One of those people that, you know, they've been there the longest, so they feel that they should be supervisor, but they're not. Yeah, one of those type people. This person is thinking in their mind, what are they so happy about to be working here for? They just got here. They don't know nothing. They don't know the ropes. That's why I just had to let them know if they need anything to, to let me know. Hate when we get new employees. They come all up in here and they happy, happy go lucky. They think they all special because they just landed a job. <laughs> I've been here five years. They don't know nothing. Shaking my hand, introducing themselves. I hate them. You know who they think they are. 
They think they're going to come up in here with all that sunshine and joy in their heart. No, 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 no. That's not going to happen on my watch. I got something for them. I'm going to think about it. Let me think. Let me think. What can I do? Oh, let me get back to work. I'll dwell on that later. Now it's two, three weeks down the road. You've been working there for a few weeks. You're getting the hang of it. And you're actually really, really good at the position that you landed. You know, you're really good at it. Other co-workers, you know, you get, you guys are getting along. They're, they're congratulating you on hitting the new numbers or they're congratulating you on executing those calls perfectly. I like working with you, Ishi Love. Man, you, you all right. You know, you've been doing real good since you've been here. Oh, really? I have? Yeah, man, you've been doing real good since you've been here. And I um, just wanted to let you know, you know, it's a pleasure working with you. All right, let me get up out of here. I'll see you tomorrow, Ishi Love. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, three desks down or a station or two over. That's that one co-worker that didn't like you when you first stepped in that place. As a matter of fact, they've been giving you the evil eye since you got there every day. I don't like him. I can't stand that dude, man. Coming up here smelling like cologne. Did he take a shower this morning or something? He think he is. He think he's special because he took a shower and slicked his hair down for work. <laughs> Who she thinks she is? She comes into the office every morning and she's dressed to the nines. Who she thinks she coming in for some type of fashion show or something? Can't stand her. Meanwhile, these people don't even know you. These people <laughs> don't even know you, baby. But they don't like you. Because your light, your light, the light that is in you, which is the light of God, man, it irritates their demons. Because these are people who, you know, maybe live in a life that don't have um, that positive reinforcement, which comes from the most high. You know what I'm saying? So since they're living like that and you're living like how you're living is trying to be positive. You got the light of God on you. You know, you, you may be a prayer warrior or somebody who just communes with your creator and and tries to be the best that you can be for just yourself, for God, for humankind, for your family. These people don't like you. So off the top, they are giving you the evil eye. They're trying to figure out a way. How can I get him or get her up out of here? Because if I don't do something now, what's going to end up happening is they're going to end up getting that position that I want. And that's the next promotion coming, man. I've been hearing about it for eight months. You know, these are the people who will give you the EOI. Um, The only explanation that I have is that they're willing vessels for the adversary. In, 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 in every podcast that I mentioned this this specific, you know, um, lingo or this specific um, subject matter where we're talking about dealing with people who have those negative um, entities attached to them from, from the adversary, you know, I'm always refer back to that. You know, at the end of the day, they don't like you because you have the light of God in you. These people don't even know you. You just showed up on the job, but they trying to figure out a way to get you up out of here because they've been watching how you work. You come to work, you try to be as jolly as you can. You're taking care of the customers or, or you're loading up the dock properly or, or you're just executing the program sufficiently. And they don't like that because you think you, you who you think you are uh, a child of God. 
<laughs> and I'm going to stop you right there. I'm a child of God. You know, some of us, it takes us a while to realize just how special we are. And, and when you realize how special you are, you start to be able to pick up on the energies coming from these people. Because I, like I said, sometimes you cannot uh, catch them when they're giving you the evil eye. And sometimes the adversary allows them to cloak the projection of negative energy that they're sending to you. So you still have to be vigilant. You know, a lot of the times when you start navigating this world and, and you're stepping fully into the spiritual realm, you really, you really see this stuff in people and it's sickening, it's disgusting. But just like we have a job to do and not just to be the best that we can so that we can show the glory of God, you know, in our lives, the devil got kids too. He has minions too. He has people that carries out his duties too. And these are who we call the willing vessels, you know? So back to the story. Now you're executing the job and the program uh, perfectly. And this person wants to get you up out of there. So now they start talking about you. You know, or they might try to sabotage you. But a very skilled son of the adversary or very skilled daughter of the adversary, they know that they don't have to talk about you at all. They don't have to start a rumor about you. They don't have to even tell anybody how they feel about you because they can give you that malevolent stare, which is a form of witchcraft for sure. I'm talking about that negative form of witchcraft. Yes. See, the thought and intent behind the stare is what what can possibly cause the projection of that negative energy towards you that they're able to cloak. So while they're smiling in your face, the intentions that they have for you is not joyous at all. It is not filled with joy. It ain't, it ain't filled with the happiness that they're displaying to you with that fake-ass smile. You see what I'm saying? And a lot of this, a lot of us, we already know this information. You know, a lot of us are good and grown. We didn't been through this time and time again, but on some real stuff, if you don't keep uh, repeating or if you don't keep retraining yourself over and over on this subject matter, you will fall back asleep and it'll be easy, you know, for somebody to send you that evil eye and for you to not to be protected. But as long as you put on the full armor of God, no matter where you go, no matter what job you work at, no matter what kind of new car you got or what kind of new relationship you got, if you protect that thing, you're protected, you know, from the projection of the evil eye. So let me just let y'all know something about myself. It took me many years to become seasoned in recognizing the evil eye. And when you become seasoned in recognizing when somebody is giving you the evil eye, because like I said, when you catch them giving you the evil eye, it ain't no smile around. That smile in left town. They're going to look at you with the coldest stare. It's going to be so evil. You're going to literally be able to see the demon that is operating that cold stare. And I'm not talking about with your two eyes. I'm talking about with your third eye, being able to see it spiritually, you know? So I had a friend, y'all. And me and his friend, we went way back. You hear me? We went all the way back, back in the day. Um, 
And um, I loved this friend. You know, I loved my homegirl. She was she was fun to hang out with. You know, back then, we will get our smoke on and get our drink on and, you know, visit each other at each other's house and, you know, uh, love on each other's children and, you know, cook food together. Girl, what you doing, girl? Yeah, we want to barbecue today. Yeah, let's go to the park. You know, one of them type friends where you just do a lot of the, a lot of your things together. Something like a best friend, you know, or, or might as well call her a best friend. You know, it took me a long time to see what she was doing, but I noticed anytime I got something new, i.e. that new car, I would notice that she'll be looking at me a certain way, but it's never straight up to my face. (laughs) It's always when she thought my back was turned or when she thought I wasn't paying attention. That's why I say it's important for y'all to strengthen y'all peripheral vision because I used to do a practice because I'm like, dang, I, I could have sworn I just seen her look at me hella evil. I'm talking about evil, but this is my homegirl. She'll never look at me like that. Like, what was that? So God put it on my heart to say, you know what? Um, Next time you go in your purse for your chapstick or for whatever you're digging in your purse for, I want you to use your peripheral vision and I want you to spot your friend in this room. So one day we are hanging out, honey, y'all. We having such a good time. We got the music going. We got the music going. We pulling up. We rolling up. We smoking up. We doing our thing. We got the, the kids in the back. You know, they back there playing. We got food cooking. We are having a good old time. I said, oh, let me get in my purse. for. I, don't, I can't remember exactly what I was looking for, but I got the digging in my purse. And as my head was down, God said, do it now. So I'm looking straight into my purse, but when you use your peripheral vision, you can look straight and you are able to see to the left and to the right. I would say, um, I'm able to see as far as my shoulder. You see what I'm saying? Um, and whether she was sitting to the left or to the right. And I did this a number of times because I wanted to make sure I was seeing what I was seeing. Cause this is my friend y'all. I love her. This is my dog. You know, we hang out with guys together. You know, we 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 smoke weed together. Uh, we we go out together. You know, this is my friend. When I'm hurting, I call her. When she's hurting, she calls me. When I need to borrow for five dollars, you know, this is this is my friend, baby. When I caught that stare, <laughs> and it was as if. It was as if something was operating her because we was just laughing and joking. Now I'm digging in my purse. Her smile went completely away. And the look that she gave me, it was bone chilling. Like like she wanted to kill me. You understand? And um, so I seen it the first time. And I, I always made it a habit to go in my purse just to see if I can catch her staring. And y'all, I caught it so many times. You know, I caught it so many times and I was never bold enough to say, why is you looking at me like that? Now, mind you, these are people who work for the adversary. So if you ever was to say, why are you staring at me? They're just going to make up an excuse and say, I'm not staring at you like nothing. Are you seeing something? What's wrong with you, girl? You got a, you got a problem today. What's going on with you? I ain't looking at you like nothing. That's something I had to keep to myself because, mind you, I am communing with the Most High. And, and I'm, I'm learning how to let him lead me and guide me because at that point, you know, I wanted to start changing my life, you know. 
for the better. And um, so I would catch her just staring at me. Or when we would get into the car together, my my new car, <laughs> you know, I would catch her staring at me. Or any time, you know, I had a male friend that would wanted to holler at me, you know, I would catch that stare. Anytime I say, oh, girl, look, I got me some new shoes. You like these shoes? I would catch that stare. If I came over in a new dress and my hair done with a little, with a little, lip, gloss, little lip gloss on my lip, a little popping, little popping lip, knock on her door. Hey, girl, she opened the door and give me that head to toe. And then she would smile because she don't want to be caught giving me the evil eye. These people know what they're doing. First of all, we're going we gonna to put that right. We're going to put that right there on the table. They know what they're doing. They know because this is how they feel about you internally, you know, and they may be gaining things from you. Like I say, they may be gaining your friendship so they can be codependent, somebody that they can depend on, somebody that they can spend time with, hang out with, use, whatever. They don't want you to see them giving you this evil eye. Another example. Let's let's go to the family. I should have started at the family because a lot of the times, you know, you'll get most of your spiritual lessons from your own family, you know, but going to the family. Some of y'all, y'all got this one cousin, you know, even though you guys are family and you know, you go to the holidays together and you spend time with your family and, and you, you you always speak to this person, give them a hug when you see them, give them a hug when it's time to go. It, it, it was always something about this one cousin or this, this one sister or shit. It could be your dad. It can be your mother. You can come around with some good news. New job, new car, new relationship. Uh, just a new, you can, you can come around with a new found lease on life. And now you want to be spiritual, more spiritual. And, you, and you're telling them about the good news of most high, the good news of Jesus, Yeshua, who, who's helping you change your life. They might say, okay, baby, but that's good for you. Oh, cuz, oh, that's cool. That's cool. That's what's up. I, I, that's cool. And you may catch them giving you that side eye, that evil glare. You know, nobody is exempt from giving you the evil eye. You know what I'm saying? Even in the Bible, it tells you not to trust nobody. Not not nobody. Not even yourself. <laughs> you know, we all got to put our trust in the most high. But sometimes, you know, we're so conditioned to just think that our friends and our family and our co-workers are people who would never even have those type of intentions for us to lose our brand new car, lose our good job, lose our man that treats us well, or our woman that just takes great care of us, or, or have something happen to our children. Because, baby, they give children the evil eye, too. It's a form of witchcraft. Straight up. And you can do your research. Look it up, y'all. Look up the definition of the evil eye. Start doing y'all reading, you know. I had to um, start reading, you know, once I started tapping into a lot of this knowledge um, just to confirm, you know, if I was watching a video or if I was listening to a podcast episode uh, that pertained to my life, I would start studying the subject matter to sharpen my sharpen my sword. You know, nobody is exempt from the evil eye. The saddest part about when people give off the evil eye, (laughs) you can have a baby. 
you can have a baby. It could be your first baby. It could be it could be your 13th baby. It don't matter. You might have that one friend, one co-worker, one family member. You know, it could be a complete stranger that sees you with your baby. And instead of giving you the evil eye, they give the baby the evil eye. They give that child the evil eye. She thinks she got a pretty baby. He think he, he think his his son is handsome. Psh. Kid needs to be wiped off the face of the planet. If it was up to me, I'd, I'd take that child smooth up out of here. That child ain't gonna be nothing when they grow up. That child ain't gonna be shit. They just so proud of this little little ugly little baby. Baby ain't that cute, no way. I don't like that baby. You want to hold the baby? Oh, no, no, no. I don't want to hold the baby. I'm just so proud of you. I'm going to touch that baby. I hope that baby ceases to exist. I hope that baby suffocates in their sleep. And excuse me if I'm triggering anybody. But I'm just giving you prime examples of how these people actually think because they are being led by a demonic force. They don't want you to have nothing good. Because if they don't have it, they damn sure don't want you to have it. You know? And depending on the demon that is on their back, they ain't even thinking about you. They're looking at your child. And they have ill intention for that baby's life. They are thinking thoughts of negativity about that baby's future. Because nobody is exempt. You know? So yeah, that's what I wanted to touch on today. The evil eye. I call it the stinking ass evil eye. And if your ears are sensitive because I'm talking about the most high God and I cuss here and there, please forgive me, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to change. God is still working with me because y'all, I cuss like a sailor straight up. You know, I've made a lot of changes in my life, but it's my mouth, man. I got a potty mouth, (laughs) you know? But I, I wanted to come on here to speak about the evil eye because it's been a minute since I've I've dropped the episode. You know, a lot of the times in your life when you start to step into your um, divinity or step into, you know, um, the promise that God has that God has for your life, you know, which is your purpose, your divine purpose. Sometimes you will be attacked. Most of the time you will be all the time. You will be attacked just straight up. Let me just not even try to sugarcoat it with y'all, y'all, <laughs> because here's the thing. You raising your vibration because you are a king, you are a queen, you're princes and princesses, you know, and, and from 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 the royalist of royal bloodlines because you're special. And I just want to remind you, especially those of you who already know, we got to constantly be reminded, like I said, because we can easily fall back asleep. But I want to remind you that there are people who give you the evil eye every single day. Cut somebody off in traffic. Cut somebody off in traffic and and they and they go from behind you and they whip around to the front of you as they're passing you, they staring at you with that evil intent. I hope they crash their car. They just cut me off. You know, this this is how this is how humans operate, especially when they're willing vessels for the adversary. So be careful, be vigilant. You know what I'm saying? 
when you go places, pay attention. Use your peripheral vision when you're around these so-called friends, when you're around these family members that you're getting weird vibes from, you know, and stuff like that. You're not getting them for no reason. You're not getting those vibes for no reason. It's because they're giving you the evil eye when your back is turned and you just ain't caught it yet. But I promise you, if you practice on your peripheral vision, you'll be able to see it. Because see, the mask always slips when you're dealing with the devil. It always ends up slipping off of the, the, the vessel that he's using. But sometimes if you're unable to catch the vibe, if you're unable to catch the evil intention behind that look, you can get caught up because you're not protected. Now, I ain't saying that you need to be nervous, you know, or insecure around your folks. But I want you to use your spiritual gifts. You know, the spiritual gift of insight. <laughs> the spiritual gift of insight is so, is so valuable. And these are gifts that are intangible to other human beings who may want to take it from you. They can't because it's inside of you. It's an invisible gift, but it's most valuable because you can exercise and use this gift in your everyday life. The evil eye, it truly is evil because nobody knows the thoughts of the next person and nobody knows your thoughts. Like I say, the adversary got kids too and he puts them on assignment to come in and destroy dismantle, hurt, harm, and injure in any way that they can. A lot of times, person ain't got to put their hands on you to hurt you. They don't, because energy is real. And it all it's all about what you're projecting and absorbing. If you need to check the facts on the evil eye, Google it. You know, um, it's a lot of information. It all it it also talks about you know how far the evil eye dates back, and now, you know, it's literally within every single religion. It has touched all four corners of the earth, and it jumps from person to person to person, and that person to person to person can be your family, coworkers, friends, lovers church members, fraternity brothers and sisters, classmates. It could be anybody. So stay protected and stay motivated. Because when you're working with the most high, baby, you are 10 steps ahead and you see them. You see them when they think you ain't paying attention. I hope everybody has a great day. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and these couple of little nuggets of information I threw out for y'all. You know, if you need to play it again, play it again. If you need to revert back to any of my other podcasts, look through, look through them and, um, you know, take a listen. There's nuggets of information in every single podcast that I will put out. So welcome or welcome back, and I hope to see y'all on the next episode. Have a beautiful day, and don't forget, no matter what you're going through in life, you are a child of God. You're special, you're valued, you are incredibly unique, and they evil eye ain't got nothing on you.
peace, joy, love, and abundance. I'll talk to y'all later. Peace.